0: The biggest spectacle in India after cricket is probably Indian politics. The interest that Indian politics gets from the media and people is absolutely tremendous. But what is even more interesting is the sort of work that goes behind building a winning political campaign. One of the states that is going to the polls in the next few days is Punjab. And as the state is gripped with the thrill of politics, I catch up with my old friend and the campaign lead of Aam Aadmi Party in Punjab, Ravindra Sharma. He gives his insights on what is going on in Punjab and what the political climate is, but more importantly, how one crafts a winning political strategy. With an experience of leading winning campaigns in five states, is here to tell his story. Hi. I'm Harshit Pai, and this is The Disrupt Show. On the fifth episode of The Disrupt Show, I'm speaking to an old friend of mine, uh, Ravindra Sharma. Ravindra is the campaign lead of Aam Party in Punjab, and over the last two years, he has been perfecting their campaign in the state. As the state goes to vote on 20th February, he's here to tell the story of how he masterminded the AAP Punjab strategy and what goes behind building a perfect political campaign. So welcome to The Disrupt Show, Ravindra.
1: Yeah, Harshid. thank you. Thanks a lot for inviting me on this Disrupt. So, and a great start by you.
0: So, um, we are speaking almost a year now. Uh, The last time we spoke, we had just finished a major rally in Punjab, and we we had launched another campaign. Uh, So now I'm seeing in the news that a lot has changed since then, you know, Uh, you guys have announced your CM candidate. Bhagwant Man will be the CM candidate from Amadmi Party in Punjab. You guys are having some really amazing rallies going on. So why don't we start off with you telling us what does the political scenario in Punjab look like right now? And what is the position of Ahmadi Party in it as of now?
1: Yes, yes. So we last spoke at the time of Kisan Maha <coughs> Sammelan of Amadmi Party. Yes, I remember. And that was the result of that three farm law that was yeah. introduced, and many farmer was on uh, against that. So uh, many other campaign took place, so many strategies got formulated and implemented.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I have to explain the situation of Arm army Party, then the party is in good position at this point of time, party is doing tremendously good campaign.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: our team is uh, performing perfectly. So political scenario, if I'll speak about political scenario mm-hmm. but still in my opinion in punjab it is three corner game many political experts strategists will uh, say that uh, this is a four corner or five corner uh, game mm-hmm. but in my opinion it is a three corner game because the major political party in punjab at this point of time is congress amadbi party and akali dal mm-hmm. And why this? Because getting the insight from ground, I can confidently say that Punjab Low Congress of Captain Amrinder Singh and BJP and also the negligible presence of uh, Samaj Morcha of that farmer association is not playing that much important role in this. Uh, campaign of uh, assembly election Punjab 2022. Alright,
0: so it's quite interesting yeah. that you said this because um, from whatever I have been seeing in the news, it's like Ahmadinej Party is sweeping uh, Punjab this time. But um, it's very interesting to know from you that from the ground you are sensing that there is still a three-way contest. Um, so why do you think this is? Why do you think that Akali Dal and Congress still hold some shot, uh, still hold some uh, you know uh, position in Punjab when it comes to voters?
1: Yes, so if i'll talk about the vote base of aam aadmi party that mm-hmm. i can analyze from the last assembly election results that the rural area votes they vote for aam party in majority okay because last time aam aadmi party got 20 seats 20 mm-hmm. uh, assembly constituency Ahmad aadmi party won yeah. majority of yeah. them are yeah. rural mm. at this point of time the game is three corner, but the edge is with Aadmi Party, because mm-hmm. people are fed up of these traditional parties, mm-hmm. and they are eagerly waiting for a new political party, a new thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Aadmi Party is here to get that opportunity. And with the help of it's uh, what I can say that the good governance and the vision of uh, Arvind Kejriwal in mm-hmm. Delhi, Mm-hmm. People are interestingly listening the campaigns and the message of Aadmi Party leaders at this uh, Punjab election. Okay. Um,
0: so let's talk about political campaigning specifically, because that is that is your area of expertise and that is your domain. Right. So before joining right. Aadmi Party, you were part of uh, Indian Political Actions Committee. And to our listeners uh, who do not know what IPAC is, uh, IPAC is one of the first organizations that started uh, political campaigning and made it a professional endeavor and it is regarded as a company that has changed the way political campaigning is done and it's one of the companies which has almost 100% strike rate. Almost almost all of the elections that they have strategized uh, they yes. have guaranteed a win for that political party. So you, so you were part of IPAC for almost, I think almost from the beginning uh, of IPAC so over the years how have you seen political campaigning change state by state and why do you think that the shift has happened when it comes to political campaigning among political parties
1: yes yes so frankly speaking this domain was new for me in 2015 i am an mba graduate i passed out in 2015 mm-hmm. accidentally onboarded with mr prasad mm-hmm. and now it's me i am enjoying this so political campaign changed a lot traditionally the political campaigning was in the form of Sabha rallies. Then one more interesting thing, Mr. Adwani introduced Mm -hmm. door to door campaign. So he initiated that door to door campaign and asked uh, the BJP cadre to go every door to door and knock the door and deliver the message. Mm -hmm. And in current scenario, we can see the presence of digital media. WhatsApp, small videos, other social media platform like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram also in current point of view. So this changed a lot. Uh, traditionally, it was limited uh, kind of campaign that were going on. And currently, in, you, you can say that the competition increased message and narrative play a very important role in any political campaign. Mm-hmm. So without any message or a narrative, overall narrative of the campaign, any any state election or general election campaign is going to fail. So yeah. narrative need to be built since starting of the uh, that campaign, yeah. I must say, around 12 or 18 months before the election day. That narrative and message helps a political party to build a wave and spread the message across all the uh, voter group or geographical area of that state.
0: So you're saying before when um, these election rallies used to happen, political parties usually ignored this uh, major narrative or did they do this subconsciously? But now uh, with the onset of uh, agencies coming in like IPAC, this has gotten a little more streamlined.
1: Basically uh, like in past, in political rallies, leader used to explain their achievements and what they want to do if they come into power. But in this that I told you about the wave and narrative, this is a like difference between marketing and sales. Mm -hmm. Sales is only that just purchase this product and go and use. Marketing is is, uh, basically that overall creating a demand and selling the product and also after sales, the service. So that wave and narrative is similar to that marketing part, or uh, term, because that political parties is now selling their message dream to the people of, uh, any state or, a, or a nation, the major example, like, uh, in example, you can see recently in 2014 general election, BJP main slogan was, uh, yeah. And they created a narrative out of that. People thought Achadin, but the detail, the objective is not mentioned. Just hmm. as Achadin So they voted in a large number.
0: So hmm. So let's, I want to, I want to dwell a little deeper into this. So you have been part of many election campaigns and I know even as part of IPAC, you had a hundred percent strike rate. So I don't think you haven't, you have strategized for any election, which you haven't won uh, in the last, uh, in the last few years that you have been in this uh, industry. So I wanted to ask you, so you have already told us that there is a bigger narrative that needs to be uh, pushed, pushed forward by the political party. There needs to be a big wave coming in. But apart from that, what else, do you see going into a winning political campaign? What steps do you guys follow? What steps did IPAC or what steps is UP following right now? And how do you make the strategies to make a winning political campaign?
1: So basically to win any state or general election, few important things need to be considered and need to comply 100%. First one is excellent team. Mm -hmm. Team must be the professional group of professionals not the political uh, individuals. Mm-hmm. Also, innovative minds is the main requirement for any political campaign. In the modern term, you can say that political strategy, these used to happen in earlier time also, but mm-hmm. if we want to make it in current scenario, then innovative mind is mandatory. Because there are many alternative, many uh, platforms coming out of this innovative thinking. So I will explain it in a later phase. So third one is dedicated to work and long working hour. The team member must be comfortable with long working hour because we have limited time. Elections, this is not a company like we have unlimited time. We can achieve the sales target in next uh, in financial year, we have the limited time only 12 months, six months. So we have to do extra task in long working hours. Yeah. And fourth one, ready to hit ground at any point of time. Yeah. If anyone yeah. want to strategize only and do an office kind of thing, then this will not work in political strategy domain. The main essence the main uh, information come from the ground yeah next strategy can be only form can be only formed by proper knowledge about the current situation of the field so how to get the information from field so three important thing basically required to get the uh, exact situation what is going on the field basically these three tools are idi in depth interviews second one is focus group discussion FGD third one is social listening, social listening do uh, like many of uh, many people do this social listening, but how to get the information from the person standing next to you is also a art. So these three important tasks play a role to get information from the ground and then find out key three to four areas to work like after collecting this information, just you have to conclude all the information in three to four actionables. If I'll uh, explain you or if I'll give you the example of these uh, three to four like actionables, then I will start with the 2015 Bihar election. So after this ground information, we concluded that people are, they do not want to listen Modi. At that point of time, mm-hmm. general election happened in May, 2014 and Bihar assembly election was in October, 2020. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. launched our first campaign. That was mein aayenge, ko mm-hmm. it was ko in that uh, language. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically the main message behind that key Modi Modi did too many promises and he delivered nothing. It was also not his fault because the time was very less, almost one year. So that was the first message of Bihar election 2015. Mm -hmm. Second, if you can uh, like, uh, we'll go back. Then we started campaigning for Indian National Congress in 2016. We started in 2016 in Punjab. Mm-hmm. Feb. So after an- analyzing the field and getting the information from ground, we analyzed and we concluded that Captain Amrinder Singh seems to be a like very sophisticated person. Yeah. He never interact with people. He do not do public meetings. He do not uh, visit any uh, home. So that was a striking point. We uh, also a uh, main important part was that he, he he like retired from army and so this need to be revived. So the mm-hmm. main first message was Punjab, the captain that IPAC introduced in Punjab in I think uh, March twenty sixteen. So that that message started and then popularized across the state and continuously till the election punjab the captain he can save the punjab and few may other campaigns was there so that we can discuss later yeah if i'll uh, if i'll explain you about andhra pradesh campaign mm-hmm. then it was the main main message that narrative was rawali jagan kavali jagan mm-hmm. it was in telugu that jagan Aane wala hai jagan chhane wala hai mm-hmm. jagan's like uh, jagan mohan reddy his image in the state was uh like corrupt person a uh, uh, very rich person mm. he also holds legacy his father was uh, cm of andhra pradesh yeah so this yeah. campaign introduced Rawali jagan kavali jagan and he did a padyatra of 3900 kilometers across wow. walking through across the state and if i'll tell you the days you will be shocked that it was more than one year, 365, more than 365 days, he walked mm. daily yeah. on an average 15 kilometers. Uh-huh. I was also part of that campaign. And then a few people say that IPAC do only campaigns with the winning party yeah. and also not yeah. with the incumbent government. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then IPAC did. And I was also part of that campaign that uh, Mamta Banerjee in two thousand. Twenty mm. uh, in West Bengal. So, the first campaign was uh, again, every campaign is different. So, yeah. first campaign was Didi Ko Bolo. After getting the information from ground, 90% of people complained that our MLA or MP do not listen us. Yeah. So, this was the campaign that we introduced to directly inform or update your concern to mamta Banerjee. Mamta Banerjee, all the people call her as Didi. So, Didi Ko Bolo, around 2 crore Mm. uh, suggestions or questions received in in the time period of 60 days uh, during this campaign, Didi Ko Bolo. That was the huge impact. So, campaign is important. I just want to say that campaign and the unique feature of that campaign is important. And we cannot repeat this again and again in other states. Every state election campaign is different.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because uh, I think one campaign that we worked together, uh, apart from Punjab was uh, the campaign in Delhi. And the Delhi campaign was extremely different because IPAC was brought in at the last 45 days, which is the most critical period. Uh, for a political party uh, so i think in 45 days you came up with the uh, came up with a campaign called Dilli me to Kejriwal, which basically yes, summed yes, up right. the entire insight that we got that you know delhi delhi people want Kejriwal to come to power and that is the reinstating uh, sort of statement that we kept on saying Dilli me to Kejriwal, Dilli me to Kejriwal. and i think that uh, worked the magic uh, no i want be to bring in
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i just want to add one 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 liner yeah, that uh, this was my last campaign with Indian Political Action Committee and Mr. Prashan. Yeah. So we worked and uh, the two slogans and that message I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. that two things that I want to focus on, because we have we wo- were like uh, landed in December 2019. And the yeah. election was on February uh, 2020. 2020. So yeah. the two message was first one, we want to communicate this to people that ki acche beete paanch saal lage raho kejriwal because we want ekdam simple message yeah one liner acche beete paanch saal delhi lage raho kejriwal then we changed it in mid jan that acche honge acche honge paanch saal delhi mein to kejriwal so that was that key message you need to focus on and just repeat it repeat it continuously, do not give new slogans, new messages, time to time. Just one main message and go with it.
0: Yeah, and I think one major uh, thing that IPAC uh, it is a signature IPAC style that they do in each election is the way they inculcate this message and the way they drill this message down is through a campaign song. And I've, I've seen some of the campaign songs that you have worked on as well for Bihar elections and other Pradesh elections. And of course, for the Delhi election as well. Correct. Most of these songs are extremely catchy. You feel like dancing right. to them. They have this nostalgic element to it. So I think that is one uh, particular uh, key IPAC style that they put in every single um, uh, campaign of theirs.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Right.
0: Um, so I just want to uh, t- t- go a little bit deeper on the data aspect of it, because you just said that you make these key messages uh, based on data. And one thing, one innovative thing that you brought into App when uh, I was working with you was um, because ARP is a party, which has limited resources. You brought in data to actually optimize the resources that we use. So I, I still remember you explaining the concept of how we can distribute the sort of collaterals that we have, uh, in areas which would have the most impact so so is this something that ipac does in each of the elections where they optimize the sort of resource like allocation by looking at the data and seeing where the population spread is where the population uh, is most likely to vote for us and then allocating these resources to those places
1: yes yes population targeting is the uh, like also one of the important thing that uh, political strategists should do generally ipac do and i learn from uh, there only that if you have limited resources, then mm-hmm. start building resources. And you cannot wait to just, I will build this resource in this period of time, and then I will execute it. Yeah. So we need to go parallelly start uh, start building the resources and mm-hmm. also start targeting whatever you uh, with whatever you have yeah. so basically yes. in point of campaign in point of in point of team building everywhere you can see this limitations because uh, you if you start building team then you cannot hire like 150 members in one night right yeah. so this need to be done uh, also the priority need to be uh, fixed that population targeting is also an important uh, uh, important point while executing any campaigns. So, if you, I will give you an example that uh, if you want to deliver a uh, collaterals, or if you want to do a small meetings or sabha in entire Punjab. So, if I'll consider the Pins. here villages called as pins. So total 13,000 pins are there in Punjab. Yeah. So the size of that village differs from 5,000 to 300. So you cannot allocate resources randomly. Yeah. You need to uh, see the population. So if I'll give you the example. So if uh, uh, you are targeting only 50% of villages, then you will cover 79% of population of Punjab. So why uh, we are going and we are wasting the time and resource to target those uh, villages initially, not always initially, just in the first leg target the high populated villages in the mm. second leg, then gradually if uh, your resource building started and that campaign, different different, different campaign you launched, then mm. you can uh, go to that uh, part of that uh, section or geographical area. Um, so I
0: want to focus now on the 2015 Bihar elections because that is the election that you work very closely on and you're also from Bihar. So uh, at the time uh, before IPAC started consulting uh, RJD, uh, RJD wasn't in a really good place. You know, there was a lot of uh, rumors right. around how their winning situation was very bleak. There were problems within the party. The Modi factor was also playing and Modi was still extremely popular because it was just voted into power. So I wanted to understand from you in a situation like this, when a, when a party is not in a very good position, how do you pivot the strategy to make the party win?
1: Yes. So, uh, just, I want to explain that, uh, in 2010, RJD got 22, uh, assembly constituency uh, mm-hmm. like 22 mla one on the ticket of rjd and in 2020 no sorry
2: 2015
1: mm-hmm. rjd got 80 assembly constituency more than jdu okay the yeah. main factor behind that was that caste combination so in bihar i will give you the example the muslim community vote is around 17% in bihar
2: Okay.
1: And Yadav is a community that comes under OBC category is around 14%. Mm-hmm. So if you will see the traditional vote bank of RJD in Bihar is Yadav and Muslim combination because uh, Lalu Yadav always, uh, Lalu Yadav is from Yadav uh, community and also he took, he take care of that Muslim part and In 2015 election, Prashant Kisore strategized that important factor to get all three parties on one platform to fight against BJP. So, JDU, Mm -hmm. RJD, Congress, all of came together and we fought against BJP. Mm -hmm. And that was the factor of this caste combination and a brilliant campaign campaign that we did in 2015 resulted into this grand success of this Mah- Mahagadbandan. So yeah. if I want to like, I just want to add that RJD got 80 seats, JDU 71 seats and Congress 21 seven, 27 seats. Hmm. BJP limited to like 53 seats only. Okay. So that was the important uh, factor that played role during 2015 elections for RJD. And also that message worked. One more interesting part was that in villages, when I, uh, when I used to uh, go and interact with the people, so mm-hmm. that, that social listening thing, people say that mostly the women of uh, villages say that, said that, Lal ko de denge. so they do not like during this Mahagat mm-hmm. 101 seats was with JDU, 101 seats was with RJD. And on JDU seats, if you like interact with the Yadav families, they will simply say, Lalten ko de So we worked on that. E, okay. If they will go to vote and they will not see the Lalten uh, symbol on the EVM, then they will get confused. So on the every collaterals, on the every campaign avenues, social media, pamphlets, everywhere, we. Yeah presented three logos in very, uh, like big size hmm. so that people can fix in their mind that. Hmm. yahi teen symbols. Hain, se ek mujhe button hai. so anyone can translate their vote in favor of their leader. If he yeah. wants to vote for Lalu Yadav, then he must considered all three logo for Lalu Yadav. If anyone want to vote for Nitish Kumar, he must consider all three logo for Nitish Kumar. Sim- similarly like uh, Congress. Interesting.
0: So let's come back to Punjab now. Um, during the previous assembly elections, which were in 2017, IPAC was working closely with Congress and you have just uh, mentioned that before as well. And back then, uh, Amrinder Singh was the CM candidate and you were also part of that campaign. Now, five years later, you're back in Punjab, but this time you're with AAP. Uh, and this time, Amrinder Singh is not the CM candidate from Congress. He has just left the party, He has started his own party, allied with uh, BJP. So how have things changed over the last five years in Punjab specifically? And also now that there is no IPAC in the equation, because IPAC is not working for any, any particular party uh, this time. How has the campaigning dynamics changed amongst the three major parties that are there in Punjab right now?
1: Yes, yes. In two thousand seventeen, we uh, when we landed in Punjab, the incumbent government was of Sri Laniya Dal, and yeah. AAP was in good place with yeah. four MPs, four Lok Sabha MPs. Mm. It was not INC, but Captain himself requested PK to help him.
2: Mm.
1: At current scenario, Captain is out of con- out of out of Congress, and the Siddhu is in power situation. Yeah. With a compromised CM phase and the election at at this election time. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Mr. Chani. Yes. So our campaigns and strategies is well planned and executed excellently in last 1.5 years, like 18 months. Mm -hmm. We have like we have seen two lockdowns during the campaign period, but still we did campaign from indoor, and later related to COVID only during yeah. this lockdown period, if yeah. you'll see 99% of people in Punjab do not wear a mask at this point of time. Yeah, And also, mm. since the COVID came in, came in our life. Mm. So everything uh, now everything is allowed in Punjab campaign. So the difference that I can uh, like put light on that is up that time was in good situation initially and led uh, simultaneously, the campaign started with from all uh, like all three parties. up left behind. Hmm. might be there was a reason. Uh, I don't want to like uh, focus on that. Yeah. what was the team structure, what was the like uh, brainstorming session or the strategies? so currently at this point of time aam aadmi party is in good situation and i don't want to like comment any uh, numbers on the number of seats that aam aadmi party will win mm-hmm. but definitely aam aadmi party is going to form government with full majority and a good number of families in the uh, in the assembly
0: so if you if you could give us um, maybe a bit of an idea as to, I, 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 I don't want to know the number of seats that we might get, uh, Amadi Party mm-hmm. might get, but in terms mm-hmm. of vote share, where does App stand right now? How much percentage of vote share does Amadi Party have?
1: Yes. So since uh, we can analyze the recent survey uh, mm-hmm. done by the various uh, survey agencies, mm-hmm. so it is ranging more than 40%.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: interestingly, it is around, in my opinion, it is around. 45 to 49%. Mm, interesting
0: yeah. yeah um so uh, it's interesting that you brought the entire topic of uh, the pandemic so political parties all over the country have received a lot of flack recently for continuing to mm-hmm. campaign despite the pandemic um while this is one area that seems to remain unchanged due to the pandemic you know despite the multiple waves coming in political campaigning has continued and it is it, it goes on so i want to know mm-hmm. from the person who's in the thick of it Do you see campaigning and campaigning strategies changing with the onset of pandemic or will they just remain the same?
1: The answer is yes and no, both. The first lockdown was the time of Bihar Assembly election Uh, in in April. That first lockdown happened. And after that, that first election was Bihar Assembly election 2020. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this domain started thinking of virtual rallies, social media, promotions, yeah. and digital campaigns but at this point of time at third wave of coronavirus corona himself losing its hope after seeing the huge crowd at rallies and roadshows
2: yeah in yeah.
1: punjab pradesh goa uttarakhand so everything is ro- normal at this point of time mm-hmm. for the political fans no corona exists mm. uh, but we always keep this in mind and also we request people to wear masks and use sanitizers during a indoor gathering or outdoor gathering. We always focus on that.
2: Yeah.
0: So I think uh, you're right. It is changing in some way as, as to we are focused on the health and safety of the voters in some aspect of it. And also in terms of social media dissemination, a lot of strategies have been reworked and a lot of promotions have been done. So, uh, i think the future would be quite interesting for political campaigns and political buffs alike so right, right it was it was really great having you on on the show ravinder it was it was a pleasure speaking to you after almost a year and uh, i wish you all the best and i wish you and amati party all the best for the upcoming elections and the voting i think is starting on 20th of february so i think you guys are all set to form the government uh, all the best for your elections and i will speak to you uh To congratulate you once you have won the Punjab election.
1: Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for your nice word. If you like what you heard,
0: be sure to subscribe to the Disrupt Show for more stories about disruptions that young media professionals are creating.